the past, the present, the future. This is Friday Night Fright. What the planet is listening to. Hello, this is Ian Austin of Friday Night Fright and Shudmania fame, and we're back with more Shudmania 2019 goodness. On yesterday's episode, uh, I said I was going to be reviewing more David Cronenberg movies, but I've had a quick look on um, uh, Shudder, and I can't obviously see any, so I thought I can't bother. So I was looking through their collections, and I found... Gallo, Giallo, I don't know how it's pronounced. And I was like, oh, why not, Ian? Why not review a genre which has been roundly described as something which you would not even slightly enjoy? And hey, if we're on the subject of not slightly enjoying movies, why not go down venture the path of Dario Argento, whose claim to fame is making movies with more atmosphere and plot with minimal scripts and just generally directorial-led, which could be interesting, but at the same time, me worry because his movies sound strange. So anyway, I figure it's a good starting point to move on down that path, down that rabbit hole, with a little movie called Phenomena. So I'll be reviewing that after a brief word from our sponsor. Hi, this is Ian Austin of Friday Night Fame. As you know, you've just listened to a bit where I did the introduction for this episode and now you're listening to me review the movie in question, which is Phenomena. Sorry, I'm going to edit. Sorry, and it is a load of complete bollocks from start to finish. I knew there's a reason I didn't watch a lot of Dario Argento movies, if any, and it was for this exact reason, because my basic sum up for this movie is it was a load of bollocks. That does not mean that it was not entertaining, that it was not amusing, that it was not diverting, but the only word I can use in the whole of the English language to describe a Dario Argento movie is bollocks. And if you add suffix on there, load of old... There you have it, Lova Bollocks. It was a ludicrous movie which didn't make any sense, didn't try to make any sense. It was clearly a fever dream that Dario Argento had at some point and thought, hey, I'll make this into a movie, which is somewhat admirable. But on the other hand, it's not admirable because it's just a Lova Bollocks. Like, it does not make any sense. There's no sense to it. My leg hurts. Which made more sense than this movie. Even though my leg hurting does make any sense, it makes more sense than this movie. It's just... Oh, one of those things... Where you watch it and you're like... Oh, can you connect these images? Can you connect these plot threads? Can you connect any of this? And you're like, you can't really. Like, for example, there's a monkey in this movie. This movie has a monkey. There is a loose reason for monkey being in this movie... But at the same time, that's an in-story reason. Out of story, Dario Argento thought, I need monkey in this movie. I need monkey, so when you get to infer that, the monkey can learn how to use a knife and he can stab this woman in the face. That's why monkey's in the movie, because he thought that'd be a cool image. And it's an interesting image, it's a unique image, and it gives moving identity unto itself. But at the same time, what the fuck? Why would you ever conceive of a monkey slashing and stabbing a woman in the face? It's like he came off that image and thought, I need to retroactively put this into a movie. So he made character so horrible that you'd think when she 
was that horrible and she met her end and it had to be a hands of a monkey with a switchblade. I mean, just, just logical thinking, surely. But that's the fundamental problem with moving, that stuff happens. It does happen, a fair bit happens, but it's just like... it's. I, I suppose when they're describing this genre, they always call it operatic, and I suppose in some ways you can say it's operatic, it's very atmosphere, it's very um, style of substance, but then again, a lot of operas have style and substance. You know, operatic doesn't just mean shit happens and it's big and loud. No, there has to be a reason for it to happen. This movie falls in trouble. There's no reason for any of this stuff happen. It's just a bunch of noise. I, I mean, it's got Jennifer Connelly in it, and she's reasonably she's actually known this thing. She's a great actress. Back then, um, during headlights, uh, I think it's probably saying that she doesn't care for some of the movies she made. Um. What's that one? Career opportunities, something like that, where she's riding the mechanical ball and you've seen her eyes and she's she's dying behind the eyes of having to do this shit where it's sort of like, you're a woman, you have breasts, get on this mechanical ball and rock back and forth. That's your career. I mean, what woman wants to hear that that's as far as people think she can go, you know? And this movie, it's sort of, she gets a bit more to do. She has mutant power to talk to insects, which is a very strange mutant power. It's actually mutant power. I think it's called um, insectokinesis or something like that. It's probably more technical term for it. But essentially, she can talk to and manipulate insects, which is actually quite an interesting power, you know, and quite cool thematically. If not in the hands of someone whose obsession is how much gross shit can I show on the screen? Because the amount of fucking gross-looking bugs he shows. Like, there's no light in them. I mean, I, I don't know whether it'd be worse if he would light them or if he lit them with a glow, with a with a nice warm glow, like he's almost fetch-sizing them. That'd be weirder. But at the same time, just showing a matter of fact, it's like... You're you're playing up how weird this is to a bizarre extent. You know, someone like Tim Burton would have lit this with a warmer hue, but at the same time, I understand, you know, this is not a Tim Burton movie. It's a Dario Argento movie. It's just, I don't particularly think I'd really get that much out of Dario Argento movies. And saying that, I do respect that it's clearly gone aesthetic of its own. He's got his style and all of that, and that's cool. The only problem is that his style is essentially 10 music videos jammed together with increasingly loud, obnoxious music, which goes against everything that's happening on screen. To the point where you're wondering, it, it, it's like he had an idea for a couple scenes and he had an idea for a couple music videos. Indeed, I think there's a band list in credits and I would not be surprised if A, either is in band or be friends with someone in the band. But at any rate, it's just really loud and obnoxious, and it doesn't mesh with what's going on in the scene at all. I find he also has lots of sequences with like um other teenagers, and he tries to capture how teenagers act, and you just have to wonder, do they act differently in Italy? Because teenagers in this movie act like they're fucking aliens who've never seen or interacted with humans before. So that's odd. Um, oh, I have stuff. I mean, monkey's the weird part. But generally, like... I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd say I did enjoy it. I thought it was quite visceral, intense in parts. 
weird, abstract. There's lots of sci-fi sci twaddle bollocks. But, I mean, it, isn't it, at least it's trying to do something. I don't really know that it's succeeding, but it's trying. I do like watching horror movies which are from genres and subgenres I don't normally watch. I don't have a, try and have a narrow perspective on horror. I think it can be anything to anyone, anytime. And this movie definitely is... Uh, a movie although at times it feels like a music video and other times it feels like a fucking monkey snuff movie but anyway that's um, Dario Argento's phenomena which I think goes on DVD by the way which really pisses me off because I just watched it on Shudder and if I paid like 16 quid for it on Blu-ray and then I watched it on Shudder fuck me you know, it's bad enough back in the day you had to buy movies like Teeth. You, you know, before Shudder and Netflix and that, if you want to see a movie like Teeth, you had to buy it online and pay 16 quid for that fucking movie and watched it. And I was like, this is meant to be a comedy, right? Because I, I genuinely didn't know. But you lived, you learn. You've got services like Shudder now. And in that regard, it's time to start wrapping up Shove Mania 2019. There's only a couple of days left, thank God. I cannot wait to go back to one podcast a week, maybe two every once in a while, because I miss it. I do miss it. You can do bigger episodes. These episodes are good, but they're not super length. They're very short and very matter-of-fact because I don't have much time to do them. If you want to do one a month, you sort of have to improvise a fair bit. But I I, I have enjoyed doing Chuck Mania. I'll do, say more when I do a final episode, which goes out, I think, Friday 31st of March of May. Not to continue to very first March, but yeah, that'll come later. Um, tomorrow's movie, I don't know, I don't really know what's on, what's on Shudder. Maybe another Gallo movie, maybe a Mario Baba movie, who knows? Anyway, until tomorrow, this is Ian Austin signing off saying, Remember, life is beautiful. <laughs>